from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm Car. I'm with Keon. Wow. That's not how you pronounce my name, by the way. Is it really not Keon? No, it's not Keon. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's not a great like, name. I never told you this, but I really like that name a lot. I like my name too. Yeah. It's, a, it's spelled weird, but I re, I like it. I like, I like, I, don't I like think it's spelled weird. It is with an A. It should be like with an O. I have cousins who I have so many cousins that one of that, uh, that one of them, like, I think I have two cousins with the name Keon. Really? Yeah. But they're spelled like K I A N, which seems like a way better spelling. Yeah. I don't know. It, it kind of reminds, I remember when you first told me, it reminded me of like Keanu. Keanu Reeves. That's what it reminded me of. But yeah, that is cool to be associated with Keanu. <laughs> I like that. I mean, he's, Car- one of, he's one of the actors of our time. That's right. He is a, he's, he's a champ and uh, <laughs> he's aging well. Mm-hmm. I hope I can age as well as him. Yeah. So um, before we get into the top five stories, Keanu, how was your week? How was my week? Uh, man, this is a question. Oh, I haven't found my cat yet. So I've been kind of depressed oh, about yeah, that. Dude, we got uh, blockchain Boog said in the comments, he was um, sad for you. Oh, it's so sad. We put it we, last weekend. We put up a bunch of uh, cat posters and it's just said it. It's just said it. The feel, you know, the feeling of her actually being gone is setting in. It's pretty sad. What but, was the cat's name again? Uh, we, I named her like a decade ago, Mia Donna, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we've been calling her Donna since she got older because it's just kind of you know she's like well, more matronly. Maybe she's um, she's up there in uh, cat heaven. You know? I hope so. She's probably yeah, loving she, it. She's probably loving it. Yeah, she's probably just in God's lap right now, purring. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think we got a show title. <laughs> All right, with that, let's jump into the top five stories of the week. Uh, if you guys first time watching this, this is uh, Stacker News Live. We cover the top five stories every week here, roughly around the same time, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time in Texas. And um, yeah, these are the ones that the stackers voted for. Um, we like to do our own little posts at the end that we like, that we pick. But these are what you guys voted for on Stacker News. So um yeah. yeah, this is where all the cents are going. Um, the first top story is I'm not a rowdy note anymore. This is from Invisualizer, July 11, 33 comments, 5,346 sats. What is this? Yeah, so Ellen Visualizer documents their experience as a, as a, as a pretty highly ranked lightning node over the last two years uh, and basically says that they're done. They, they, wow. Yeah, they've concluded that it's not worth their time and they're not worth their money either. And so he kind of lays it out on a table. Um, and basically he's, he's lost nearly a million sats. Uh, a million. Yeah. Nearly a million sats running his lightning node or not. It's cost him. It's cost him a million sats that he hasn't regained in prof in like routing fees by running the node. And he, you know, so he goes through and he kind of describes the situation and basically, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't blame the lightning network. He said, he just says he didn't, it was a hobby for him. He didn't spend that much time or money running it. Mm. And he thinks if he did, it's, you know, because he knows people that do successfully run routing nodes, he would have, he, he could have made it profitable, but he just wasn't willing to put in the effort. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I think it's a common story that, I think it's a common experience, maybe not a common story. I don't think it's talked about very much, but most of us who are running nodes probably aren't, or especially when you, when you, cause he didn't, he didn't even, uh, 
he didn't even uh, add to his costs the cost of the hardware and electricity and internet mm. and any of that kind of stuff. So if most of us who are running nodes are, pro- are, d- are probably not making money. Do you think from there's them. more plebs running nodes or miners? Or you think it's like, it, it depends on whether it's a bear or bull market. Oh, um, for lightning nodes. I mean, so there, because, because there's no mining on lightning. Um, but it, people, I remember I, I initially thought that you could make money running a node on lightning. I remember thinking that uh, obviously you can, you yeah. can, but you can't do it. It's not passive. I mean, yeah. maybe at some point channel management, like automated channel management tools will get so good that you can break even or make money, but we're not there yet. We're like, there's too much changing. The software is too early. It's too, like, there's, there's some, some really cool stuff that got announced this week, not related to that, to specifically to automated channel management, but the lighting network is, is changing. And so mm. I think it'll get cheaper, more efficient as time goes on. And um, this, you know, we're just, we're part of the, like the early casualty. Those of us who are, who may be run, trying to run routing nodes and not making money, we're part of the early casualties. We're, we're adopting earlier and sacrificing ourselves for future generations of, of Bitcoiners and lightning people. Yeah, I have the BTC manual here in the comments. Uh, he said, I had the same experience with my lightning node. Wasted a few sats learning that routing is not for me. And if I wanted to make a good go of it, it needs to be coupled with a service. It can't just be me trying to source connections for liquidity, but offering my channel capacity as part of the services or goods I would be selling. Is he saying that he just needed more incoming uh, connections there? Or is he just talking theoretically, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, in, in the commenter's case or? Yeah, BTC manual, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I can't, I couldn't actually find it. I see. Um, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, liquidity, like automated liquidity is happening is, is, is like an ongoing project that a lot of companies are working on. Like Voltage has a solution. We're going to talk about Mutiny Wallet later and they're using Voltage as a solution where you kind of get inbound liquidity as you need it. But if you're, if you are going to be routing, you they're probably not going to offer you enough liquidity to do routing. Cause what you really want is like a long lived connection. That's quite beefy. Um, but yeah, it's just, this, this is one of, this is one of the struggles uh, with running a lightning node. And I should note that uh, Ellen visualizer, the OP of the post did not, uh, it doesn't recommend that people don't run their own nodes. He's just saying, don't, you know, don't set out mm. to be a routing node. Run your own node to get all of the self-sovereignty oh, so benefits. Bearish. He's not bearish on running a node. He's just, no. yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad you added that part. Okay. Our next top story is introducing the new Phoenix, a third generation self-custodial lightning wallet. This is from Norbert, uh, July 11, 33 comments. 6,885 sets. This is a Bitcoin post. Dude, everybody's been talking about this. This, this is crazy. I mean, this yeah. is really cool. I don't know if you- so, No, uh, no. Tell me all about it. Yeah. So basically, if you, if you use Phoenix Wallet now and and you get, a, you get quite a few more receiving payments than you send out a Phoenix Wallet, what you'll end up with, and they describe the scenario, the various scenarios in this article, what you end up with is usually like, uh, a dozen or more channels inbound to you. And every one of those channel opens costs you roughly a dollar, uh, uh, us dollars. And, um, you know, so you paid $12, you have 12 channels, you have your liquidity mm. is all spread out across these channels. It's like kind of a, it's kind of, you know, a management nightmare. It's not, it's really not what you want. 
Um, and you're paying more fees than you probably deserve to for how much Bitcoin you're receiving. And so what this does instead, and this is, you know, you know Dusty, um, Dusty has been working on something similar uh, in Core Lightning. It, and they, uh, it seems like uh, Phoenix and Async um, and I guess Eclair, I think Eclair is the company name or the implementation name. They've beat, uh, they've beat Core Lightning to introducing splicing. And what splicing allows you to do is if you can just have one lightning channel and uh, you can, you can pull funds um, from the lightning channel and put them on chain trustlessly. And you can, um, you can push new, you can increase the size of your, your channel. It's like, kind of like, it's kind of like your driveway for your home mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you buy a new car, but all the dry, all the spots in your driveway are already taken by the two other cars that you own. Cause you're, you're balling, you're balling out of control. Bitcoin price is high. You're getting a new car. Uh, and so you, uh, so, and so what this allows you to do is add another spot in your driveway, mm. uh, without, without having to trust anyone. Um, that's a good, uh, yeah. analogy. Yeah. And say, say it's a bear market. You have to start, you have to sell your Lambo. You can, you can now, uh, reduce the size of your, your driveway and, you know, lose the parking spot if you need to. So that's basically what this does is like, you don't have to buy 12 other houses to be able to stock your, to be able to put all your new cars in them. You can just make more room in your driveway. And so that's kind of what it does. It's like, it's like what, it's what we've all been wanting for a long time. Cause we have a bunch of kind of hacky things. Um, yeah. To do this otherwise. That's, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I know, I know Dusty's been working on splicing for what it seems like a year and a half at this point, right? Yeah, um, this is the longest time I know him. I actually, I actually had him on, on Thriller probably about six months ago or seven months ago, and we did like a, a late evening wine conversation. Ooh. We talk about all sorts of things, but he was on the pod, so definitely check that out. It's somewhere, maybe around November, maybe October last year or something. Sounds chill. Uh, it was very chill, but uh, he, I remember him explaining all this stuff, and uh, it was really interesting. He's very passionate about it, um, so bullish on uh, seeing it. Yeah. I think but we'll see this more. This makes me want to download Phoenix now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the go, it's really the, from what I've heard, I don't use Phoenix. I usually use breeze on my phone mm-hmm. for a phone on my note, but from what I've heard, particularly, I think it's a lot of Android users in particular, they love, uh, they love Phoenix. Phoenix is their note on a phone choice. Yeah, the other the guys that I talked to here, they use Phoenix. Yeah. There's Blix as well. Those are kind of the three that you have to choose from. I think Zeus this week just announced that they oh, are. Yeah, dude, so many wallet updates, right? Yeah. They are a node on a phone now. Yeah. Like, like, like those, like these three. So I think they're using L and D not exactly sure, but all the wallet updates this week. It's pretty yeah. cool to see. Um, this is from nerd to ninja. He had uh, he had like a little meme here. He says, not your keys, not your coins. The rugs will continue until self custody improves. Your counterparties will continue to exploit you until you own your own money. Um, thought that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I guess we're seeing that more and more and more. Um, yeah, that's that's a great top story there. Uh, the next top story is portable experiences. This is from oh, this cool oh, Wow, who's this? Uh, Twenty-two oh, comments, three thousand five hundred forty-six cents. Keon, why did you? Oh, this is a Nostra post. Keon, why did you want to write this this week? Yeah, so I was just I was trying to. I was, I was talking to Max Webster, who is one is like a lead venture capitalist, 
uh, or led, led, led both rounds that Sacrenews had. And we were talking about Noster and he's a huge Noster bull. And I was, and he's like, I want to talk to you more about Noster. I want to bring you on his, he has a podcast with another investor in Sacrenews, DK. I want to talk oh, to I've you. seen their podcast. Before. Yeah. It's, it's really called, Nos, it's called Noster news. Uh, and he's like, you should come on and talk to us about Noster. And I'm like, I have thoughts about Noster, but I just don't, I haven't articulated them well. So I'm like, I'm going to begin writing on Noster and begin, begin trying to think aloud a little bit and see what kind of feedback I can get. Anyway, so this is mostly me trying to articulate what I think Noster is and really what it isn't. And, you know, and if it, then mostly like what, what it might become if it just stays this way. Um, and so I'm mostly, so I think that the real, the, the big two problems I think that Noster solved is identity portability and data portability. These are things that we d- didn't have before, uh, but especially packaged together. We, I think we, we had on some level data port, we had some, on some level identity portability, but not really data portability. And some, and in some cases we had data portability, but not identity portability, but Noster gives us them both together kind of at the same time. And that's really unique. But like that solution only takes you so far in terms of like what kind of products you'll get out of or what experiences you'll get from it. And so I'm trying to articulate that and then suggest that maybe there's more work to be done if we want uh, more than what just identity portability and data portability give you on Noster. And so this is me attempting to do that. I think I'll fall. I think I'll write something again next week. I have, a, I've given the feedback I got in this thread. I have a little more, a few more thoughts on it, but that's any good feedback in there. Um, yeah, I had some good, some good conversations. I mean, original size, uh, comes in and, and, uh, talks about, um, decentralization being, you know, needing to be actively managed. Like you need to think about it all the time in every design decision you make. Gotcha. And I think that's true. Um, do you and, think that slows up building though? Doesn't that slow things down? It does. But I mean, if you want to keep something decentralized, that's, that's what you have to do. That's what Bitcoin does. That's what, that's what Bitcoin core does. That's why, you know, it's painfully slow, too slow. So I guess reading into it, you're, you're saying that we're building too fast then on Noster. That's nope. causing centralization. No, you're reading it. Well, don't read into it. Listen to my words. <laughs> I'm saying that, I'm saying that, uh, decentralization needs to be, you, it needs to be the first, the first thing you're concerned with. Um, and, and you need to be making most decisions, uh, assuming that's the goal. And mm-hmm. I'm not, and I think no sir is doing that. I'm not even saying, I'm not even, I'm not even saying it isn't. I'm just, I think there are downstream consequences of the current design that are poorly considered, uh, by the community. And I'm hoping to articulate them some, um, anyway, there, and some other good conversation. Do you think, are you, are you, cause you're working on outer space, right? So are you thinking of this for outer space too, as well? Like you're taking that in consideration? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Are. I'm trying to, I'm, this is, this is me mostly trying, trying to articulate feelings I've had while building outer space. And it's mostly, you know, if I want to create, uh, an experience but the experience that I want to create a stacker news like experience on Noster, what I end up with is having to create a centralized service. So wow. I end up having to build something like primal in order to get the experience that I want. And that's me, that's maybe okay. Everyone loves primal, but I, you know, but, but then no, if this is what's required every time someone wants to create a, you know, a kind of experience that a user would expect, then we're just going to get a lot of these centralized vertically integrated 
are they able to talk to each other? Like to like, let's say hypothetically, there's another, you know, primal that comes out next week and it's doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Maybe a couple of things better. Can they still talk to each other? Yeah. You'll be able to move data between them. Um, but they'll have, but you can get censored from one or the other. And so, you know, like primal might say, I don't like car, uh, sharing his posts about to- Tapa Chico's and how great they are and, how, and how it's made him more of a man to drink a Tapa Chico every day and, or whatever you're going to say. Like, uh, so primal could censor you. And now, you know, now you're, now you're forced onto this other client, which might have a, might not have the experience that you want. And they could sense, you know, if, usually censorship happens, uh, at least the, what we're seeing in tech right now is it's fairly consistent. Like all the tech platforms will descent, will censor the same people. And this happens on Mastodon too. So you're saying it leads to the same. It doesn't lead. It does. It, it leads to something similar. It does. It does. It's not. And, and I think it, I think it ends up being like uh, super and I were talking, have been talking about this and super has been saying this for, I think like six for six months or more now that it, it looks like no sir will turn. Well, is if it doesn't, if things don't change, it's basically going to be like email. And so primals like a Gmail, you have Noster ban. It's like a Yahoo, like a Yahoo mail and you have a hot mail and you'll have a proton mail and you'll have whatever, you'll have a bunch of these. Uh, and then, and then what, what, and then what happens to Adamus? What happens to an amethyst? They're basically your out, your Microsoft outlook. They're your Apple mail. They're your Thunderbird. Oh. And so they're clients to these to these centralized services. Oh, interesting. Dude, That's what you it, should, um, yeah. you should definitely go on this podcast and talk about this. Well, and also too, visually, I think visual representation of what you're describing right now, when you explain all these things, it actually makes more sense now. Uh, I don't know where I fall on it yet, but I would say like, if you, you do this follow-up post, like, um, if you can have a drawing or something, even if it's just like a sketch, just so we understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the only, the main point I'm trying to make is that information is that your identity and your data are portable on no sir. And so that can't get censored. That can continue to exist on the internet, but you can get censored from experiences. There's nothing preventing, there's nothing preventing that you getting from censored on experiences because experiences are centralized on no sir because it, it, the design doesn't allow for portable ones because there is no, the, the things, the things that I would classify as experience algorithms, um, any other type of mechanic that involves aggregation of data, um, is hard to do on a client. So it has to happen on a relay and it, so it gets centralized. Yeah. I, f- I was going to say something mid through, but I, for, I forgot what I was going to say. No, you ended it perfectly. Um, oh There's, no, no, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, that's a, so that's the interesting thing for me as a Nostra user that I love the most is the portability of my data. Um, I wish there was something a little bit more there and I don't know what that something is, but I just feel like it needs to be like a, like a, like an iCloud or something or an, or an Apple ID of a sort, but like for Noster. And I I want that. I'm waiting for somebody to come up with that because I think that is the crown jewel. Um, It'll come. I think so. So I think, you know, nothing, nothing, none of, none of my exploration here like precludes that from happening. I think that, that is the future with when you have, when you have portable data, portable identity, that, ex- you know, you get all the experiences that lead from that. But what you don't get is uh, censorship resistance, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in, a, in a robust way, in a way that I think, you know, m- I was hoping Noster would provide from the beginning. I mean, we'll see. We have a lot of really smart people working on it. I'm sure somebody will figure this out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's still early. 
Um, cool. The next top story is Minecraft. Meet Bitcoin. Earn real money rewards on Satlantis server. This is from Terry Ross. 23 comments. 3,205 cents. This is a Bitcoin post, baby. Yeah. What's this, Keon? I've well, you know, never you, heard of Satlantis. Oh, how dare you? This is like two weeks ago. They had, you had, we had a whole bunch of people here having a LAN party. Yeah, it was dope. Playing, Satla- playing Minecraft using the Satlantis server. Anyway, so Satlantis is like a... Uh, is Talking a mine about it a lot on Stacker News. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's it probably the third, fourth time. It's like a, it's like a, it's a Minecraft server that has like Bitcoin, virtualized Bitcoin stuff going on it, so you can uh, mine on it. Um, every day they they have a reward pool of one hundred fifty thousand sats, and any any money you spend in the game get, also gets added to the reward pool. I think the reward pool is filled by advertisers, and uh, and what else do they do? Um, yeah, so you, so you can, you can buy, you can put up miners and you have hash rate and you can power your miners with emeralds, which are like a Minecraft thing. I'm not a Minecraft player, so I'm not like super familiar. Yeah. I, I think there's a couple, uh, citadels in there that are pretty cool. I know Carmen has one, uh, Mr. Pleb dev made one too. Cool. Um, so it should be, it should be really cool. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get one set up here in the lab. That's on my list of things to do. Just have it running full time. Oh, that'd be uh, cool. Yeah, just so and so I can play that instead of NBA Jam. That'd be NBA rad. Jam's addicting, dude, but I keep losing. Dude, I you really, gotta jam. I really hate losing on NBA Jam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other day, that's <laughs> no, no. time. I was gonna say, but yeah, I love seeing this. We uh, Satlantis is gonna be doing a, a workshop uh, for our startup day. So, oh, yeah, dude, they're gonna be closing out the show. What are they doing a workshop on? Uh, on Satlantis, it should be really cool. Oh, how to play. Cool. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be fun. Uh, the next stop story is two chancellors, two cryptographers, and one rabbit hole. This is from Bitman. Seven comments, 2013 sats. It's a Bitcoin post on July 11th. Um, what is this? What is this lady pondering here? Yeah. Uh, lady. I think is that a lady? No, it's a man, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is before beef was widely available and, you know. But uh, no, I think, I think, um, I think he's just, uh, you know, he's, it's just probably the angle. Anyway, this is, this is, uh, Lewis Carroll, the author of, um, oh, wow. Alice in Wonderland. Really? Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. This is Lewis Carroll. You uh, love Alice in Wonderland. Charles Lutwidge Dodge, uh, Dodgson. It was his, was his, uh, normal name and Lewis Carroll was his pen name, but apparently he was a cryptographer. Um, really? Yeah. And, interesting. Uh, That's a. That's interesting. Yeah. He was a mathematics professor and he invented two algorithms for uh, encryption and decryption. Whoa. Yeah. And so this is, this is, this is what this post is about is Lewis Carroll. And uh, specifically it's, you know, it's connecting dots between Satoshi and Lewis Carroll, not, not in like a conclusive way, but in a fun way, more for just like the sake of telling, of tying yeah, this is something a- we're all interested in to something in the past. And so apparently uh, Lewis Carroll shared his, shared a cipher he invented with, um, with, with a chancellor, H, H, I don't know what Brit- Britain's government is like. I just imagine they eat gravy and, uh, and uh sit in the shade all day but like uh but but like but i but i so the chancellor he shared this new this algorithm he thought it was a telegraph cipher with the chancellor and that's so that's a tie back to satoshi who and the genesis block put this uh you know this quote or this yeah this this quote from the the british chancellor 
at the time. Oh, it's the same oh, chancellor. Wow. This yeah. is like a this is like a campfire tale uh, with Bitcoiners. I love it. That's interesting. Yeah, but uh, pretty cool. And yeah, and it also ties in obviously to the Bitcoin rabbit hole. He draws that conclusion, and because uh, the rabbit hole metaphor was actually coined by Carol too, um, and he he used that to describe going deeper into a subject, and. That's how Bitcoiners see it. Yeah, yeah. Siggy forty seven. He said, "Great post. You made me want to read more about this or about his coincidence." Um, yeah, definitely fascinating. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody should do a follow up on that. It'd be really cool for sure. I can see that being like, you ever seen those YouTube videos where they're like you'll never imagine, and then that goes into like the weird coincidences. Um, oh right, it's like yeah, those type of yeah, yeah, the people who there's but those if you go to their channels, like all their videos are yeah, like, they're all like, what about this? <laughs> How about it? Is guys? that all the top five, or we have one more? No, oh, yeah, that's all the top five. All so, the top five. So that's all the top five stories the stackers have voted on this week. Wow, that's a nice little um, interesting stuff. It's always a very I've noticed like it's always very spread out. You know, yeah. some original content in there. You know, there's some big news that they're excited about. Uh, we're going to jump into my top stories of the week. Okay. Can we do, do that? that? Yeah. I got three stackers. I picked three this week. Yeah. Car. We'll go really quickly, though. Mm-hmm. This one's just uh, more of a shout out than anything. This is uh, the Muni Wallet open beta is available to everyone. This is from Car. 18 comments, 2,383 zero, right? I don't know this car. This is 2,383 sats. 100% of the zaps are forwarded to Tony Giorgio. Um, yeah. What did you think of the announcement? I thought it was great. I thought very well executed. Um, this is a. This is just a. This, they link to the blog here, but this is just a screenshot of Mutiny's homepage. Apparently, Sahil. Uh, yeah, I didn't know Sahil made it. Yeah, yeah. Look at it. I thought. That I mean, gorgeous. Yeah, it's great. I think it's very well executed. Very minimal. Very simple. But but very. Uh, you know, powerful. Um, yeah. And I went and checked out the wallet and walked around it. I'm still yet to like put some sats on it and give it a go, but they're in Nashville right now. I don't know if you've been following them on Oster, but, the all the guys are there that they took a picture and, uh, they made a big announcement at lightning summit. It was, man, dude, I'm getting FOMO. Cause <laughs> I was like, man, that looks like so much fun. But, um, yeah, really dude, I'm just, I mean, we both are, I'm sure like this is a long time coming and, um, you only get one launch, right? So hats off to those guys. I'm wearing the Muni shirt to support them. See, there you go. I mean, it's powerful. They've been, I mean, it, it's been, it feels like it just came in a flash. I think it was like, I feel like it's been three months since they raised their round and now they're already launching. But they were even working on it before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not very, up. not very long, but part time. Yeah. Part time. And, but st- I mean, just so, so fast and so, so, uh, so sure and so, so well done. Yeah, you said here in the comments, so happy for them. Everything is so thoughtful. Yeah, like I, I look around the application, I feel like they 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 know they know I'm there. Like they know they're like um, they're really the product. I feel like really speaks to me. Yeah, there's a quote I can't find it anywhere, but um, yeah, yeah, I was talking to Super about it the other day. It, it's like the the perfection is usually in the strifes. So like that intentionality, that, that thoughtfulness comes from them really caring about the, um, the finished product. And so that's really cool. I, yeah. I know they're all, um, very big fans of like, uh, detailed stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that post. 
Okay. And then the next story I have was, so this was a poll that I did on Stacker News. And because I, I was, I'm genuinely curious. I'm just curious. I want to know what the stackers think. So I had this post. It was, what would you, would you use a Bitcoin company app if they use chain analysis? And then I, I put in there, given that debit and credit cards already comply with KYC, AML, and track our payments, does adding chain analysis affect your decision? I mean, we use debit credit cards all the time. And, you know, maybe some Bitcoiners don't, but it's out there. It's being used. Um, I was kind of shocked that uh, about 11%, you know, they're just indifferent. 14% don't know. And then about 69% uh, would not use it. So would you not use it? For me? Yeah. What would you, how would you answer if someone else asked you this? I think I'm somewhere in between no and I am indifferent. Okay. Somewhere there. I don't know. But okay. right now I don't buy Bitcoin, I guess, personally. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it, yeah, I guess it does. It probably depends on what your, what your life is like. I think, I think in the case where you are living on a Bitcoin span, standard, spending a lot of Bitcoin, you might care quite a bit. Um, but if you're, you know, you're, you're spending KYC Bitcoin, you're just kind of, you're, you're more, it's more of a hobby. You maybe don't care so much and you plan, you maybe you plan on, you know, you don't care if that, that Bitcoin is confiscated or whatever in whatever scenario. Yeah. I was at the round rock Bitcoiners meetup last night and we kind of had this discussion around some, not, not directly about this, but it's kind of similar. And a lot of just regular plebs, Bitcoiners were like, you know, um, there's my KYC stack and then there's my, you know, non KYC stack. And that kind of was, you know, that was another thing where I was like, oh, okay. So like people are aware of this and they have two separate stacks, which I think is um, another interesting point. Yep. I might be the only one that's fascinated by this. <laughs> really, yeah. Or maybe it's a touchy subject that no one wants to bring this up. You think that's probably what it is? It's no. a really touchy subject. You, no one wants to talk about this stuff? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't, I think it's just a little, it's just a little speculative. I don't think we have much evidence that any, any companies are doing it. I also just realized there people might be confusing a Bitcoin company with the Bitcoin company. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> oh, hope, that was not my intention. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, Christ will kill me. Yeah. I no, mean, I wasn't thinking, I, no, I was thinking that. Yeah. I think there are, you know, there are, I think we, the, you know, there, there have been spec, you know, there probably are Bitcoin companies that are, that are doing analysis that we would maybe call overstepping things. I don't know, but I would, I would suspect they're, they maybe have a little more insight. Does that get fixed? You think at a protocol level where they, it, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, maybe I'm, what I'm trying to say is, does that eventually get fixed just by the protocol itself? Um, or regardless, it's just a cat and mouse game. Yeah, I think it is a bit of a cat and mouse game. I'm not sure. I think, I think we will over time have more privacy preserving technology getting built on Bitcoin because people want it. I don't, but at the, if you're using a custodial service, if you're using uh, a, you know, a KYC exchange, you're not like, there's no, no, the protocol isn't going to save you. Um, not, you know, not entirely, I guess in the case. So where, maybe yeah. Fetty or some type of uh Chamian Mint. Yeah. I think there will be a, a variety. I mean, Fetty is a, is a huge step in the right direction. I think privacy wise, but um yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, and it, and it does, and this poll kind of shows that at least on, at least on Stacker News, quite a few people are against it. And, um, but there are, 
there is a there is a minority of people that really don't care, and I suspect they're also yeah. the kind of people who use these KYC things. Yeah, I would even say like you could even add up the I don't know and I'm indifferent. So the twenty four percent is probably what I would probably grab together. So it's probably like twenty four percent either don't know yeah. or they don't even care. So yeah. It's like twenty. That's still pretty high. Uh, but yeah. anyway, I thought that was a really good poll. Wanted to bring that up. Uh, and then my last one was just to keep it on everybody's radar was the Telegram updated its privacy policy and began collecting IP addresses. This was from Cray, 17 comments, 2,354 sats. I love when they drop these tech posts like this because it just keeps us up to date with uh, what's going on out there. Um, are you still on Telegram? Uh, I have a Telegram group on oh, for yeah. Stack for News on there. So, so I think a lot of people, a lot of the frequent users are not using it anymore, but I still have a Telegram. Yeah. Um, I, I need to switch off Telegram at this point. I think it's what are you using instead? Nothing. Yeah, we need a we need a good Telegram replacement that that maybe. Yeah. I mean, if Signal didn't require a phone number, I'd be more inclined to use that for more uh, mm-hmm. communication. But it does require a phone number, so I think a lot of people are using Simplex, and then I think other people are. Some people are even opting for using Noster DMs, even though they probably shouldn't. Hmm. Cool. Well, that's all my top stories of the week. Sorry, stackers. That was a lot. Yeah. Uh, Keon, what do you got? That's Those are cars. The cars uh, stacker news live. Um, what do I have? Uh, I have a bunch of metas or uh, we're going to get, we, we sectioned out the AMAs just so we weren't, the, all the new stuff wasn't AMAs. There was also in, you know, there's a lot of news that didn't get covered this week. Like what was another release? Oh, there's yeah. so much news. Yeah. There week. was like the Zeus wallet, uh, is now a, a note on your phone. We talked about that earlier. Primal got a million dollars in seed funding. Um, I don't know we why that's can't that cover didn't the make. news. This is what the stackers voted. I know, but that, but those are but those are a few things that we missed. Go to Stacker News. You can see the rest yeah, of the news. You'll see those. On, you'll see those out there. Um, the so we had uh, the validating Lightning Signer team on for an AMA, which was awesome. Uh, these guys are basically making it possible for you to ha- to have a non custodial Lightning experience with with a really simple piece of hardware. Uh, really? Re- yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is so- the, like what they're building. solid? What they're building is software, but it, it runs on a very simple piece of hardware. And it is, it is basically what allows you to non-custodially, uh, this little, this little piece of hardware with this little piece of software allows you to non-custodially operate a remote node. Um, and so that your, you know, your, your node key, uh, is, is all on, uh, the signer and it's really cool. It has really cool implications, um, for businesses. I think also for individuals, like imagine you're running one of these, you know, one of these bigger routing nodes that are quite successful. Um, maybe, you know, maybe you want, you want a little bit better security than having your uh, key in uh, like running alongside your lightning node and all the data and stuff. Uh, this is, this allows you to separate that. And so it's pretty cool. Um, so look, I like what zero three, six, eight D three, six, one, nine, zero said uh, he had 50 com 50 sats for this. Uh, and he had three replies, but he said, uh, if an attacker gets access to the node, why can't it just run required queries to VLS to sign a transaction he needs? Everything he needs for this should be on the node in one form or another. And then Jack Rinaldi says, VLS normally asks the user to approve transactions, so it will refuse to sign if the user didn't initiate the action. And since the device is running, VLS holds the LN keys, the node will not be able to independently sign the transactions, unlike a blind signature 
or blind signer, which would be open to the exploit you describe. And then he replies back, thank you for the answer. Following follow up about scaling, as far as I know, in a typical in node, quite a lot going on that requires SIG ops, HCLC commitments, et cetera. Is user input required all of this? And then Jack Rinaldi's reply back, the devs building VLS into their lightning apps will be able to configure which actions do or don't require user input. They may also provide optional velocity controls, mm -hmm. which will allow routine payments to known destinations up to a limit uh, per hour, day, week, et cetera, defined by the user. Yeah. Sounds very thorough. Yeah. Very thorough and very cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's basically like you tell, you tell the lightning signer, you're like, allow, allow routing and payments through my node at this, at this uh, level. Like if it's over a thousand cents, if a thousand cents leave my node, I want you to ask me um, for permission to do it. You can, that's the kind of granularity I understand that they're basically giving you. And that's why it's, it's called validating lightning signer um, is because it's simply validating things that are, are going to be going to happen on the node. Um, cool. Yeah. Very cool. AMA. Uh, we also had the founders of atomic finance, uh, which is a non-custodial Bitcoin Have we met them before? DeFi thing. I think we met the collider people. Oh, okay. Yeah. They also have a kind of similar, uh, kind of, I think their mm -hmm. collider is more geared towards trading, but, uh, atomic finance is more about yield. And so you non-custodially, I guess, enter in some kind of contract, on on their app and you can earn you can earn yield you can also i think um hedge your bitcoin and so if you're concerned about bitcoin bitcoin's price going down um you can basically stabilize the value of your bitcoin like say, a token? You're a, say you're a miner or something no token uh fully bitcoin they used to be uh ethereum they used to be uh on Ethereum and they switched oh, to Bitcoin. I, I smelled something fishy. <laughs> it was, I mean, anything DeFi is usually. Uh, well, once you said they're chasing yield. Well, they're, know, they're providing yield. Providing yield. Yes. Uh, I know. Uh, I know that is a, it is a, it is a, those are dirty words. Very but, uh, dirty. But uh, I think provided on, Bit they can be provided on Bitcoin. Lots of, lots of our favorite Bitcoin companies provide yield products. I mean, uh, Unchained Capital provides a loan product. Um, they might even offer other services. StableSats uh, from Galois and the Blink Wallet, they provide this kind of uh, hedging and stabilization. So I don't... Yeah, look, I look at... They're using DLCs. I got Tetsu. Tetsu Thomasy, he asked the question, 18 sats on this comment. He says, where's the yield coming from? And then Matthew Jablock says, the yield comes from selling covered calls. When you sell a call, you get a premium for the obligation to sell your Bitcoin. If it rises above a certain price in our strategy, we use TA filter to determine when it's good time to sell a call and it will sell a weekly call option. If it deems it appropriate, users lock their Bitcoin at DLC for a month at a time. The strategy goes to work. Of course, there's no free lunch in Bitcoin. So there's a chance Bitcoin price will go above the strike price, which will result in getting less Bitcoin back. So for the max drawdown for a single trade has been 1.1% percent historical apy is seven percent yeah huh yeah i don't know anything about are you gonna be doing it i don't know anything about finance i mean i, heard, I don't do i don't do any of this stuff i don't know <laughs> i don't know anything about finance or like what a covered call is or anything i mean super asked an interesting question he wants to like take the other side of the trade in the case where someone oh. is 
is taking the, is, you know, is short, is short Bitcoin. Super is like, how do I go long in your app? I want to go long. <laughs> and uh, so, so there, uh, yeah, but so I, there are I, people who like this kind of stuff. I guess my question would be, do they take the opposite side? I guess to Tuber's point, are they taking the other side of the trade? No, because so how these apps work typically is there is a person, that's what the market, if you've heard the term market maker, that's what a market maker is. And a market maker is someone who's like, I will take any side. I will, whatever you want, you just, I will just pay me a little bit and I'll take any side of the bet. And that's, that's basically what a market maker is. And so, uh, they make money by being that ambiguous or yeah, being that ambivalent about the side of the trade they're taking is my understanding. Um, and that's how, that's how these things, things end up functioning. A lot of like the big financial companies are market makers. I don't remember. I think it was, uh, I think actually the, what's the big, the Madoff, like one of, one of Madoff's larger operations was operating as a market maker in us equities. And so a lot of these, and what was another, I think one of the recent, there's a, there's, it's a big, it's a big, a big, uh, pool of money and being a market maker. And there's a lot of people that do it because it mostly just requires that you're rich um, and uh, have access, have access to multiple sides of a trade. Yeah. If I was a stackers, I'd go check out, I'd look briefly at their blog. I would go back and look at their blog roughly around 2021. There's a lot of people um, kind of circling. It looks like about their, yeah, I would just go check it out. It's um, more reading there, but I don't have to get into it right now. So, yeah. 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 They don't, uh, it's my understanding is they don't have, uh, uh, a token or anything any, anymore. I don't know though. Um, yeah, those are the two, those are the two AMAs. Um, and then, uh, the meta of the week is we, we made it a little bit easier to add images and posts. I thought you were going to say cowboy hats. For a second, I was like, wait, cowboy hats. That'll never come. You have to be a good, you have to be, unfortunately. To, I need a cowboy earn. hat for my mutiny shirt. You, and you have to earn it and, uh, you know, saddle up. Look at it on the back of my shirt. You see that? It's a cowboy hat. It is a cowboy. I like how that one, only, it's only on the I got back. my pack of cigs. I got my mutiny shirt. I want my cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, gotta, kidding. I'm you, kidding. I'm kidding. I know you've got to earn it. Um, anyway, so this is uh this is, most, you just put like an image link in a post and it'll make it, it'll turn it into an image now. Yay. And then we also like, uh, use a pro image. Wait, wait, I can drop a link to an image or you drop a link to an image in a, in a post. Does that have to be like a PNG or specific? No, format? it's basically a, an image, uh, oh, nice. and we'll convert it into, we'll actually display it as an image for you. We also don't, uh, make outbound requests to other, like if you were using a website that's maybe collecting IP addresses, we, we proxy the image. So we put our servers in front mm. of that request so they don't get your IP address. Also, you don't get uh, hit with a um, cease and desist. Wow. Uh, well, I, that's, that's another conversation. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that happens too. Um, that's another, yeah. So there's maybe multiple reasons to do that. And then, uh, if you, if you add an image link to a post and it, to a URL post, it turns the post into an image post and now you'll get your post will mostly so just be, images a, now. be an image. And then, uh, and then we also show your longest cowboy streak in your profile. Cars is probably zero. Uh, mine is probably quite, I don't know. This quite other, girthy. This other car that's out there is getting cowboy hats. Racking them up. Yeah. That, that think, other car I think that is totally to you. It just happens to be sharing a bunch I think of what I'm gonna start do, I think what I'm going to start doing, I think what I'm going to start doing is just posting a cowboy hat image in the beginning of my posts for everyone. 
Yeah, you should just change your. I don't know if there's a character in the alphabet that looks like a cowboy hat. I'm just gonna maybe. put a cowboy hat at the end of every post that I post. Second news. What do you think about that, Keon? Yeah, go. I mean, go for it. Protests. <laughs> I don't, uh, you got to do what you got to do to feel to you're, the people. People will know you're just you have a fake cowboy. At least now you can pretend you're a privacy conscious person. You hid your cowboy hat in your settings. You don't want anyone to know. Oh, yeah, but. Uh, Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool meta this week. Yeah. Uh, that's, is that it? That's. Oh, we got the super, super stat. We have super, super stat segment. Uh, top stackers this week. Bird Eye stacking a bunch. Bird Eye is. Whoa, where did he come from? Uh, left 21. field. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Bird Eye joined wow. and he, he just spits out really great discussion questions like an expert. World class at it. 29K stats. Yeah. Uh, it's my lust. Um, not, a, not a bad week on Stacker News. I want to know what it's my lust. Uh, I know that's the wrong one. This one here. What's that comment? It was a 22,000 comment. Oh, yeah. Oh, so what won, was that one? It won the uh, Me Monday. What Me Monday. What, what are, are you, you back? back by? I'm not backed by anything. I'm the only one who backs everything. <laughs> I'm the one who backs everything. Yeah. Dude, that was a great show. Yeah. One, one mean Monday. And then Siggy's up there. Soon. Siggy's up there. Top spenders this week. We got a non one. Uh, we have. Nout. Uh, zero two five. Nout. Dev random. South, South Korea. Korea. South Korea. South Korea. I've, I've talked to South Korea before on a Zoom call. It Interesting. Was nice. Uh, blockchain B. Oh, blockchain B. Love is Bitcoin. Lots of big spenders this week. And then we usually go over the top cowboys. Siggy. Is at the top of the charts. Good for now. you. I'm happy for you, Siggy. Yeah, he's not. He's really sour about it. No, I'm happy for Siggy. No, he's sour. Ziggy's. He's sour about it. You, you know, you got, everyone knows. He stacked 481,000 sats, dude. Yeah, his lifetime stacking is. It pays to be a cowboy these days. It's incredible. Look at Xeus. Xeus stacking a bunch too. Oh, he stacked 1.9 million. Yeah, I think he did quite a few bounties before he ended up joining. Uh, Orthworm. Um, uh, GMD at 45 days. We got a lot of people yeah, holding on to their we, cowboy yeah, hats. Look at that. Jesse James is there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's Jesse James? James? Right there. Jesse James. Ah. Yeah. Do you think he's the real Jesse James? No, he, um, uh, Sandra Bullock's husband. Oh, you're talking about that's Jesse James. <laughs> he lives in Austin. Yeah. I know. I, well, he did I it. At he one has, point. I think he has a motorcycle shop on South Lamar. Dude, you should take your motorcycle on there. <sighs> He'd laugh me out of the room. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> I'd love to see it though. If you ever end up going, let me, let, me, let me know. I'd love to record it <laughs> we for got the a, gram. For the gram. We have uh, we have some zaps this week. You got a blockchain boogie said poor kitty. This is on SNL yeah. 75 on repeat. And then he said, oh shoot, it's super exclamation point. Yeah, you probably got scared. I got scared too. Blockchain book. Uh, and then we have pies. He said, uh, the signal is strong. This is the way. I agree too. I think this is the way. Keon, what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing? I think, um, I don't think I have much going on. Maybe I'll read some. I think I might be due for like a four day uh, weekend. Uh, oh, well, nice. Just to, but just I, to really regroup. Yeah, I need to like, uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. It's been a long week. It, uh, yeah, I, it was, I mean, it was okay. I just feel myself not, not charged. So I might do, I might. You've been working long hours, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with you, but yeah, I like it. I prefer working a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about maybe doing that. I don't know. And then maybe continue to look for my cat. That's about it. How about you? Um, yeah, hopefully we find your cat. Um, 
tomorrow. Got uh we got the we got a workshop here, Lightning Analytics. Forget the name, the exact name, but uh Saru. Saru's been in the lab for about four or five months. He's like ex PayPal and he's just been quietly building over there and he's ready to show some of his work. So I'm looking forward to seeing that cool. tomorrow. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Um usually when somebody's been in the lab for a while and then they show their work, it's always something profound. So that should be cool. And then uh I think um Take it easy Sunday, right? You know? Yeah. Should be good. Oh, oh, I'm also writing a post this weekend. Um that I think is um I think it's my best yet. I don't know, Kia. I think it's my Oh, best you've yet. you've been writing it. Wow. I've been working on it for like a week now, but um I finally finished it today and I think um I think it's good. Heck yeah. I don't know, but I say that every weekend and then it just uh and I look at it the week following, I'm like, this sucks. It's just you're getting better, dude. That's what it feels like. All Maybe your password isn't up to who you are. Cool. Well, stackers, you have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Oh, look, we got a. Uh, oh, you almost released the. Uh, you almost said it. Uh, <laughs> you almost, literally, almost nearly. We got it, the wild hustle. Uh, he said, "Keep up the great work, guys." And um, yeah, thanks, wild hustle. We appreciate it. Uh, Keon, zap. <laughs>